Welcome to The Living Room, a cozy place of candid conversation. We're a group of women in various ages and stages of life. Join us for thoughtful discussion with a side of humor. We chat about everything from parenting issues to life balance, what matters most, and how to make it happen in everyday life. Settle in just to listen or feel free to add your comments online at www.fromthelivingroom.com. And now, your hosts for today's show. Welcome to The Living Room. We're so glad you're here. I'm your host today. I'm Jana, and I'm joined by Jody, Heather, and Michelle. And today we're talking about something really fun because we're going to talk about birthdays and other celebrations, and especially ones that are a little outside the norm, the non-Pinterest ones. I'm going to start with why I went there. Um, it was my birthday this year, and it was a sobering birthday that I've been dreading for months because it's the birthday. I finally turned the age that my mother was when she died. Oh, and it's been be so like, oh, I didn't want to outlive her, but I do. But, you know, it's just it's been a lot of mixed emotions and it's been a really hard one in some ways. And I had a friend um, call me oh, maybe two weeks ago and said, I want to plan your birthday party. What do you want to do? I said, oh, can we please just skip this one? Can we just not do anything? And and I explained why. And she said, perfect. You and Mary and I will go hiking and we'll have lunch. I'm like, perfect. I love you. Then another friend texted my husband and she said, um, I want to do a birthday dinner for Jana. And he texted me kind of like almost gingerly, like, is this really what you want to do? And when I heard who it was, this old friend from Pasadena that I love, I'm like, yes, that is what I want to do. And so um, this darling friend in lieu of gifts sent out a text just the night before, the night before, and said, we're doing a talent show. <laughs> and my first reaction is, kill me now, yeah. right? Because... Yeah, and if I'm a guest, kill me now. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, all of it kill me now, right? It's all bad. Just sit and watch it. I'm oh, the one who has to come up with a talent that you think is cool. <laughs> I know, I know, so hard, right? But you have to know this friend, she's hilarious, <clears throat> and she's like the mega talent to end all like she sings and she dances and she's just amazing right and so that made it even worse right you're thinking oh no, no I can't to her. Yeah, her. yeah I can't yeah I, can't. I need a month right I need yeah. I need six months so anyway so we went and and we had talked about it the night before and the kids joked about it oh I'm gonna do this or that and and we all you know went kind of okay whatever maybe they'll do it maybe they won't it ended up so fun so my friend who sings and dances decided she was going to do the thing that she never does in front of other people. And she practiced the piano and played us a piano piece, which oh, was cool. great. We'd never seen her do that before. It was really cool. The kids, our kids, did like magic tricks. And they were so funny. <laughs> my son, Josh, had taken a clip from some family movies from like when they were toddlers and that we had just watched over Christmas break. And he um, he put, he does like hip hop beats and puts them up on SoundCloud. So he did kind of this rap beat with my daughter's voice going, nobody wants a whiner, smiling would be fine. <laughs> just like the cutest, my little toddler. And he'd done this little family movie rap. How cute is that? Oh, yeah. My husband had um, directed a play 
in California eons ago and ha and dug out the old video of it and transferred it. And it turned out the woman who hosted the party uh, was one of the stars of the play. And so we had this little video clip of her in her Lucy costume and on and on. It was fantastic. It was just good food, good friends, and a willingness to get up there and laugh. Well, really Honestly, good, really good memories, you know, just so many good memories. And it was exactly what I needed. It was like the balm that healed my soul. And I ended up for my talent um, reading some blog posts that I had written. And one of them was about that I'd written eight years ago about how I wasn't looking forward to this birthday. And then I read it on that birthday, Aww. you know, and people kind of they could see where I was coming from and what mm -hmm. I was feeling. And um, I don't know. It was just like the most magical day and afterwards um the friends that were there the families that were there were just texting oh my gosh that was the best night that was pure heaven oh i loved it so much it was honestly it was the best birthday ever and i think there's a lot we could do outside of pinterest to make people feel loved and celebrated when i woke up that morning someone had just tied a pink balloon to my front door with a card how adorable Sweet. is that? Like I woke up and someone had gone out early in the morning and tiptoed to my door and you wake up and there's a balloon. You're like, oh, someone, someone knew they someone knows. That was the tiniest little thing, but it like made your heart jump, you know? And it's cheap. So cheap. Everything, everything we're talking about is so cheap, like free. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and about connection, because I think that's what we all crave, especially on a day where I, I don't know about everybody else, but I tend to shy away from, I'd rather do the birthday party for somebody else. I don't love the thought that, oh, this is my day. And I don't know why don't, it's that yeah. way. Cause I wasn't that way as a kid. I remember the most spectacular, I remember a magician coming to like my eighth birthday party. And I thought there were like 40 or 50 kids there that my mom invited. Mm -hmm. Cause she thought, why not if we're having this awesome magician come? So somewhere along the lines, I, shy, I got shied away from, oh, you know, I, I don't want the, the spotlight or whatever, but yeah. I, I think that we still create the connection. And I think if it was that kind of, if I was approaching it in that way, it would feel different. Just <clears throat> that idea that somebody notices that somebody thinks you're special for a minute. Mm -hmm. There's something important about that. Yeah. And having old friends reach out to me, people that I've loved for years, you know, that I have a 20 year long relationship with. That was huge. I like that. Yeah. Well, and I love this topic because we don't often, you know, we think of birthdays, things like that, but we don't realize how, big of an effect this has on marriages. And so I see a lot of couples True. that come in and a husband celebrates his wife or a special day for her in a way that she's not comfortable with. And as a result, she doesn't ever feel understood or really loved because if my husband would have known better, he wouldn't have thrown me that surprise party that really embarrassed me and made me want to crawl in a hole, right? That type yes, of feeling. Yes, yes. And so, or if my husband did know me better, he, he would, would throw have thrown me the surprise party. That's exactly right. And he wouldn't have just taken me out for a romantic dinner because I don't want that. I wanted all my friends here. I wanted all that. And so this is actually something that comes up in marriages all the time so because couples don't know how to handle these special these special rituals, but birthdays are a love, a love ritual, right? It's yeah. a time for us to show an individual person that they're loved attention, whether it's a birthday or, you know, it could be a baby shower. It could be any of these things that we show individual attention for. And the interesting thing about it is just what you've said. The number one key is to give them what they want. Oftentimes we give people what we would want or yes. we think they would want, right? This is why the really outgoing person throws the surprise party for someone who's really shy, right? Who really wanted the surprise party? 
the person who threw it, not the person who received it, right? Right. right. So I think the first place we start with all of this, if we're thinking on Pinterest, is like you're saying, we have to take a step back and go, wait, what, what would really mean the most to them? You know, what's most important here? How will they feel about these things? What can I really give them that they'll love? Because it's not just for fun here as we chat, but this is becomes really destructive in marriages, right? I'll have couples who are married 30 years and the wife's biggest complaint is he doesn't even know me. Every year he throws me the same party or takes me for Italian. I can't stand Italian. That's right. So as sad. silly as you, as it might sound, it's so very true. I mean, that's 30 different times on a very special day where someone feels really misunderstood and unloved. Yeah. I love that you brought that up because I just went on a site called The Dating Divas. Uh And it's about dating inside marriage, like rekindling that flame. And it actually recommends before you even start that you have your spouse fill out a favorite things questionnaire Mm -hmm. and another questionnaire about, you know, how they like to be loved and how they like to show love. And I thought that is genius. That's what, and I realized that there were things on that list that I haven't let Jeff know and that he maybe hasn't let me know, but I made that mistake that you're talking about Heather one time when, when he turned a big number birthday, a big round number birthday. Um, we had just moved here from California and I wanted to make a big deal out of it. A huge bash. We actually hired Jason Hewlett to come. I, I mean, him. it was huge. I love him too. I love him. And he made the party awesome. So we had invited like 80 people and, and fed like the multitude and just filled the backyard with all these people. And we had Jason Hewlett and the whole thing. So, um, I kind of a few weeks ahead, let Jeff know that this was on the way. Cause I did, I do know that he doesn't like surprise parties. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to spring this on him in a way so that he doesn't feel, you know, attacked. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, so he, um, he said, Oh my gosh, please don't do that. Oh no. I know. And I was like, no, honey, I have the best person coming in. I have the best food coming in the best people. You can't believe it's going to be yeah. awesome. And he was like, I, it's about the birthday. It can't be about the birthday. He was not liking the big round number birthday that uh-huh. we were talking about. And I said, oh, well, what if we just make it, uh, we're move. we've just moved here from California. And so we want to invite all our friends to celebrate that. He was like, great. Mm-hmm. And so we made it less about the birthday and more about here we are folks. And that turned out fine for him. Yeah, but it was good for me to, to, I'm glad that I knew ahead that he didn't Mm -hmm. like the surprise and then, and then to be able to shift gears and be flexible about that was helpful. Yeah. Cause it happened. We do it all the time, right? Oh yeah. And what's funny is oftentimes we put in all this energy and effort when really what they would have loved would have been a hug and you're amazing, (laughs) (laughs) which is free, doesn't cost any money and makes me feel a lot more special than if you would have spent $150 on something else. Right. But we have to know them. You you, the you friend or the spouse or the child or the neighbor, you've got to come to know them so you can actually, it's a sense of service, right? So we can serve them in a way that makes them feel the most loved. Several yes. years ago, my, um, and now it's been several years ago, because my grandma, my little Italian grandma now is 91, but when she was turning 76, um, I got just this idea. I thought, you know what? A lot of her friends are still alive and let's celebrate grandma's 76th birthday. So my mom and I, um, together, sent out invitations, and um, they all came to my backyard. It was a surprise for her. She had um, her best friend, Philomena, 
um, come. I mean, name. it was it just a great, that, a great that wonderful. We have Delina and Philomena, and, uh, but it was it was a time of it was something simple. I didn't have a huge budget, but just the planning and the idea that Grandma, after all of these years, we did you you don't know how long somebody's going to be here. We had no idea her 76 would become 91. Mm -hmm. And so many of her friends are now passed on, but that was a wonderful thing to try to pull off and to have her walk down those back steps into my backyard and for her to look out and, and go, why is Philomena here? Oh, and Frankie, and you know, and I will just cute. treasure that. And so even though I asked her uh, just recently, I said, grandma, would you like to do another big birthday and she says I already had one and it was perfect oh, so cute. I think don't wait either you know yeah. don't think that there's going to be a perfect age or a perfect time um for somebody that does you know is going to fit the bill that that having a little extra um celebration and I think life celebration is a perfect way you know mm -hmm. to put it anniversaries are a big deal I know my parents 50th is coming up um yeah. next year and we've all thought about that but my in-laws for their 50th anniversary invited us all to a ranch and we had um, three days at this wonderful ranch where we got to ride horses and four-wheelers and just be together and sit around the campfire and they wanted to do that for us they did not want a big you know powerpoint slideshow yeah. they just wanted to be with us and yeah. we took a simple picture at the end of the end of the afternoon and some people spent quiet time time reading and um, some people went down by the lake and went canoeing. I, it just, it was, it was really magical. But I do think what we're talking about is understanding what the love language is so that we do the right thing for the right person. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. what really makes it successful. Yeah. Whatever it and, is. And, you know, I've had an experience, like you're mentioning, Janet, except it was when we had our first child and I was in graduate school and the other graduate students wanted to throw a baby shower for us. Oh, yeah. And even just the thought of it, it was uncomfortable that it wasn't, that's not my thing. I, mm -hmm. I didn't know how to jump on board. They were graduate students. I knew full well what their finances were. I was the only one married. I mean, it was like, Oh yeah. yeah this, yeah. this just, I, this is just not me. Like for me to come in, I'm prick and you say, let's celebrate. I was the one that was like, just, just like text me when I have the baby. Well, we didn't text so much then, but just do something that's <laughs> quiet and you know, behind the scenes, but I don't really want this. And they insisted and insisted. And so eventually I kind of jumped on board and my husband, you know, kept saying, look, this is something they want to do for you. They've got it all planned. You just, just show up and be grateful. And so I went and the coolest thing ever was it had nothing. We didn't know what we were having. So there was no colors. There was no pomp and circumstance. There was no cake. There was nothing. Yeah. Instead, each person had brought their favorite children's book. Mm, that and they'd perfect. written on the inside of it. And even to this day, like, I wish I keep in touch with these girls and I, you know, I don't tell them enough, even though I have in the past, those children's books are the same ones that are still in our bookshelf that now yes. six children have been read. Yeah. Six of them have, yeah. have been read these same books. And every time I pick one up and open it, I think about Mary and I think about Suzanne and I think about Corey and I, I think about these people who took a second and they really thought about what would make an impact and how they could show that they cared. And and it didn't have anything to do with cake. And it didn't have a theme. And it looked nothing like Pinterest. In fact, it was in our graduate room in the office. <laughs> so all it. it had was a couple computers, old school back then, one big round table and three chairs and a whiteboard. That's what we, yep. you know. And yeah. 
there was no streamers. There was, I don't even think, we might have had a veggie tray and water for food. But man, those books, they have made an impact for 15 years. And it just really attests to what you're saying, that we can celebrate people and help them feel special in ways that look nothing like what we see on social media. Nothing. Yes. And yes. it will mean more. Because they could have decorated a lot of things and it wouldn't have meant anything to me. It wouldn't no. meant anything. No. It made no. a huge impact. But the books are huge. It made a huge impact. And books don't shrink. They don't go out of style. No. You know. And it, yeah. I don't have to wear it, so it doesn't matter yep. if it fits me or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to wash it. The memories, yeah. it just, it was really yeah. powerful. And, you know, we've talked about this a million times, and you should probably, you should probably share this one, but Christy, who was with us here on The Living Room for so long, she celebrates her birthdays very differently than Pinterest, right? Where Oh, yeah, I love She her. pulls everybody mm-hmm. together. You should probably take that one because you go. Right, Mich- uh, This is the first time I, I've been able to go, but um, Christy, for her birthday, she invites everyone over. It's her birthday's at the very beginning of the year in January, and she invites, she literally invited 80 people. Yeah. She invited 80 people, like close neighbors, friends, family, friends from all different walks of her life, friends from her plays and friends from her different wards and places that she's lived and and she throws a vision board party and people come in wait wait say that one more time she throws a vision board party <laughs> okay yeah which yeah. we I mean, like, who's have done you ever that? heard no, that? Who does no, that? No, no Christy no. does that. Yeah, Christy. Christy, Christy does that. Of course and she so, does. She's and so cool. She's, I know. She's throwing her own birthday party, but it's a value to the people who are mm-hmm. coming, right? So they get mm-hmm. to come. They get to make their vision boards. She provides the magazines, and she provides all of the, the glue and the poster board mm-hmm. and the scissors mm-hmm. and everything. And they had this huge spread. There were tons of food. There was tons of food. and and but it was but for her she wants to be surrounded by people and she wants to have a good party and she also wants them to leave being better that's mm-hmm. her thing like people come to her into her life and she wants them to leave being better and so she celebrates her birthday by doing that and and it was a lot of fun and uh, sitting around having her introduced there were about 25 people there when, when I was there at the peak and um and just in this small little living room and there's wall to wall tables and chairs and, and people. And it was interesting having conversations with strangers that I never would have had conversations with and watching people. And it was really very intimate because you watch people clip things out that are really personal, Mm -hmm. but then they want to share them. And so you saw even shy people who were like, I really care about this. And somebody saying, Hey, if you see somebody doing yoga, please tell me if you see the word blessed, please tell me. And so people are flipping through together, trying to help each other find these words. And and it was really a a fun experience. And to her was a little bit of an expense and a little bit of cost. There wasn't decorations. It wasn't super crazy, but um, it was worth it to her to bring people and her friends together and to see everybody in one place and, and also for them to get something from it in return. Well, and I think that's a cool one because really, it would have been really hard. Now we know, so friends could have facilitated something like that for her, but Christy knew what she wanted. She knew how she would feel special on her birthday and so she put together an atmosphere that it would allow her to not just feel special, but to feel special because her friends felt valued and important yeah. and went away better, which is really cool. I mean, and that's why I had you repeat it, because who do you know that throws themselves a vision board birthday party? Yeah, no great. one. I, I'm no pretty one. sure that's not. Yes. yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But we do. And it's very non-traditional. Well, and, and I think that 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 speaks to a point of, that says, um, I'm going to be really careful on how I say this, that I don't make my husband feel bad, but... He, um, the way that he celebrates is different than the way I celebrate. Mm -hmm. And the things that I like are completely out of his comfort zone. Right. So I might be the person, hypothetically speaking, of course, that wants the big party, that wants the big celebration, but that is just not him. 
And so it's hard because we talk about expectations and we want to feel celebrated, but I can't make him go outside of his comfort zone for what I need. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciate Christy saying, I want a party. I'm going to throw one. Mm -hmm. And and we can do that for ourselves. Like we don't have to wait for other people to celebrate us. We can say this is what we want. And sure, it's very nice for other people to say, I'm going to do this for you. But it's also okay to say, this is how I want to spend my birthday. And I have a couple friends who are like, I say, hey, how can I come? And she's like, you know, I'm still planning my day. But when I get there, I'll let you know. And she'll say, I'm doing tea at this time. And I'm doing lunch at this time. And if you want to come to any of these things, come. And at first I was like, well, wait, I want to, I want to take you to lunch. But that's not the option. The option is if you want to do this or if you want to do this or if you want to do this, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I I'm like, it. great. That's the way she wants to spend her birthday. And I will participate with this and this. And that's how I want to be involved. And sometimes they end up being all day things. But that's it's great and it's fun. And so part of it is just saying, how do you want it to be? And what do you want to wait for other people to do for you? And what do you want to do for yourself? And it can be as big or as little as you want it to be. Well, it doesn't have to be about your spouse either. Your spouse can show appreciation and provide a birthday celebration in their way. And you can do something with your girlfriends or with your mother-in-law or with your, your family, um, your extended family. Um, you know, and I think that's where we, we have to get into our own uh, self-awareness to say, what is it that, that I would like really? And then how do I make that happen? And and be okay with the fact that you can make it happen, that going out to dinner with your spouse, because that's a little bit more intimate, makes him happy, and you get to spend the time with him, but then you really get to go dash off and have something fun with your girlfriends. And, I'm all um, about a birthday week. Like, yeah. let's have different celebrations, okay? <laughs> Someone's know. birth should really be celebrated in a couple of different ways. So I, I can agree. do this with the husband and that with the friends. Yeah. And yeah. But, the but isn't it funny? We don't case. say anything. But yet we expect everyone around us to just read our minds, including our spouses, and figure it out. And when they don't... We're either hurt or we're mad. Oh, I'm happy to tell. Right? I'm happy to tell. (laughs) But you're like, you're a minority. No joke. Because women especially will go years and and feel just very unappreciated or unloved, especially on days like a birthday. Mm -hmm. And they hold it against their spouse. And then you say, well, have you ever spoken up? Well, no. He should just know that. Well, because how should he just know that? Did you tell him? No, I didn't. So, you know, we play a role too. Just like you're saying, it really just backs up what you're saying. Where it's like, if you know what you want. Be comfortable expressing that. Expressing that, that. yeah. yeah. And I, we've talked about this a little bit before, but I think this is a great place for it to come up in conversation <clears throat> again. You know, the advice that I give people um, is that if you have expectations, you need to express them. So expectations not expressed. And obviously there are, there are kind and loving ways to express right. them versus you're terrible and you don't take care of me and you don't care about me and you're supposed to do this is different than saying, hey, you know what? I have an idea or here's something I would really love or this is a great way for me to feel celebrated. That if you can express your expectations that a lot of times are like, oh, okay, I can do that. Like yeah. they, don't, they just don't know and they're trying to come up with something and they think it's a good idea, but they don't know that you're over there expecting something and getting something. Well, else. and they're very grateful to know because it's like, well, of course I love you. I'd love to do this for you, but I don't know what this is until right. you, I don't know if anybody me. feels like after the holidays, mine is January 7th and I am, I'm celebrated out. Um, oh, yeah. and so it's been, and, and, and I wasn't always feeling that way. Um, but I think after being, you know, mom, Christmas production, December is a really, really big month. And, and there's just a lot that we do. And so I've had to kind of, I I was really honest this year. And when somebody said, Hey, I'd love to take you to lunch. I said, you know what? Could we really just do it? Yeah. Yeah. 
in, in a couple months. Let's I scale just, back. I just need a breather. I, I don't really, I, I wouldn't be in the mood to go, yay. And, and um, my husband, he always makes a special dinner for each of us on our birthday. And it's actually, it's it's a wonderful flank steak. It's the same oh, dinner, no matter whose birthday. Well, we have a different kind of family too. We have our four kids, they share two birthdays. And so our first two kids no share April 19th. And then our second two kids share July 6th. 15th. So are it, you serious? Yeah. Wow. Three years I apart. Know that. Years I know. Apart. So the, so it's always kind of like his big thing. To? I don't know. It's like one in four My billion to not have any planning or, yeah. Oh, so, but his big thing is to say, I cook dinner, whatever the Sunday is that's closest to your birthday. Here it is. And so for Jacqueline Sweet. and Sydney, that's their big flank steak and mashed potatoes and asparagus and then whatever dessert they've chosen. And but but his his way to show us is through food. And now I if I had my choice, I'd say, I can can you just sit by me and watch the movie? But you know what? I tell him that anyways and say, Can you can we have time where we do something together? But I know what you love. You love to give the food. You love to have everybody at the table go, this is the best flank steak ever, dad. Cause he, <laughs> yeah. he is truly showing yeah. that I love you. And this is, it is, it's a, it's an expensive meal. It's a delicious meal. But, uh, but I do think if there's anybody out there listening that says, I really like to skip over my birthday because it's at this particular time of year, think of it as another time of year. Why yeah. can't you have an unbirthday? Um, or a half birthday. Or a half birthday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or or say to all of your friends, hey, let's celebrate all our birthdays this year on the same day, and let's take three days off and let's go to St. George, or let's you know do something big, or something small. Maybe there's a little uh, restaurant that you've never tried or something. You can get outside of of the box and mm -hmm. and again think of the feeling you're trying to create, not so much the event. I love your husband. I nurture through food. I totally get that. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. I just don't want to nurture the neighbors through food. <laughs> I just want to nurture my family. My family. Yeah. <laughs> and some really good friends. Yeah. Yeah. And some really good friends. I had one fun thing that I got to do a couple of years ago that had nothing to do with a party, but just a showing of a celebration. Um, I put together a bouquet of flowers and on each flower, I had a little miniature clothespin and taped to it was a compliment that somebody had given about that particular friend. And so it wasn't necessarily getting everyone together, but just creating that bouquet. And so when I was able to give it to her, it was like, oh, you know, on this flower, this person said this and this person said this. And, That's so and sweet. Uh, I just I, I remember her saying, you know, she was feeling a little disconnected or this way or that wasn't sure you know who was really out there caring about her and and I think that's not that wasn't the time to say okay surprise party that was a time to say a little bit of thought and uh everyone was willing to just say hey here's my thoughts on on this friend and uh to be able to deliver that and say this is this is totally done with love this is totally done with um, I want you to know that not only I, but all these other people are thinking about you, that we, we don't have the time to get together, but this is how I feel. I think those gifts, like you said, the balloon on the door, yeah. you know, those sometimes are the events that we remember. Little, and, but it's so meaningful, yeah. right? And they don't have the place cards and they don't no. have the paper mache, whatever those things are that Pinterest all shows. And I love all of that, but it takes, it's a whole different type of celebration than this meaningful you know, a connection celebration that we're talking about. Well, I think just sometimes we become so worried 
about those other things that we neglect to recognize what would really make the person feel special. Mm-hmm. It's not that That's they're right. bad in any way. Like some people, like Michelle saying, she wants those things, right? And what yeah. last, that makes Michelle feel special. And we're going to throw one for you, Michelle. <laughs> I and it's we all know. Week. And I'll even feed your neighbors because I love you so much. I'll feed your neighbors too. No, but I can be just as happy with like I, if I'm turning whatever I'm turning that that you write down 39 things that you love about me. <laughs> you know, so like, I don't, okay, we'll do that too. Every hour on the hour. Yeah. <laughs> but I just like a good partner. But I think I, know. I think sometimes and I think sometimes we get caught up in in what it looks like or what it photographs like or is it meeting up to what we see in other places and it distracts us from oh geez what what does my friend really need? Or she needs the party or what does my husband really need? Well, he needs me to get a babysitter. So the two of us for four hours can go somewhere without any kid. Like that's what he really needs. Yes. He doesn't need yes. a cake, even yeah. though I really want to make him this cake recipe I found on Pinterest that he would love. <laughs> right. It, that's not what he needs. And so we just have to be careful that we won't, don't get distracted by all of those things. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. They can just become distractions that keep us from seeing what we are friends and family really need. My husband's a big fisherman and I did have a fish cake made from him (laughs) years and years ago. And it was much more for, you know, I I don't think he even would remember it. And I I look at that and I think that 30 or 40, however many dollars, you know, I thought, Oh, this is great. It's a trout, you know? And (laughs) I mean, it was a fabulous cake and I don't know how well it tasted, but I know the intention was good. And we also have to remember that to be graceful receivers because sometimes we we miss the mark, but that intent is so there and it's so good. I gave my husband the same book twice and he didn't want to tell me, but the kids sure told me. And it was two years ago and he's like, mom, uh, or yeah, they all, mom, I think this was the book you gave dad last year. So as I am admitting to my humanness, you know, sometimes we do miss the mark, but the graceful receiving it, it, that's also what we have to remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do think that's an important part of it. Well, I'm grateful. Like Heather said that the people that surround me were willing to give me the kind of birthday that I needed this time around. And they, they didn't, feel bad if I said I didn't want a surprise party or whatever big thing. And, and the ways that they ministered to me that were very unpinterest really helped me. I mean, I felt loved. I fed your soul. Oh my goodness. Yes. My mother-in-law last night took me out to dinner with our, my mother and father-in-law drove all the way down. They live an hour away and they drove all the way down to take me to dinner. And then at the end, and we were going to race off to a movie, but she paused for a minute. And she said, now, everybody just take a minute and we'll go around the table and you say what you love about Jana. That's a tradition I love from that family, one that I hope that will always carry on. Where just everybody just has a minute and it could be a little thing. I love her laugh or whatever thing. Right. But that was really meaningful too and a great way to kind of end what I call my birthday weekend I always get it's Martin Luther King Day so I always get a three-day weekend for my birthday Uh and uh, that was a great way to end it and um, so I hope as we plan upcoming celebrations whether we go big or whether we go small that we'll think about what that person really needs and wants and we put a little bit of heart and extra energy into helping them feel seen and loved and understood. Um, thank you for tuning in and listening. We love our listeners and we're glad that you're here with us today. And thank you for the effort that you make to put love and tenderness into the things that you do. Um, 
catch up with us on social media. We have lots of good ideas for ways to connect and help people feel loved and understood in other shows. And also um, catch up with us on Facebook. Um, we have a website from thelivingroom.com. Lots of ways where you can get more ideas from us. Um, in the meantime, give yourself and your celebrations some living room. Thanks for coming to The Living Room. We hope you've enjoyed listening, laughing, and learning something new. Join us for our next show. And in the meantime, give yourself and those you love some living room.